Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're closing down 2021. This is the last Tuesday Weather Insider Podcast of the Year. It's hard That's to believe. Right. Hard to believe, Jess. Last one. And we're going to be talking about the first storm of 2022, but we have some other things to discuss before then. You're listening to the Weather Insider Podcast for Tuesday, December 28th. Bernie Reno, Jess Pash and Pash is uh, the first time you and I've been together in a mm-hmm. while. I was off. You were off. Um, let's first talk about one thing that we talked about the last time we were on this podcast is the snowless streak in Chicago. Now up to 287 consecutive yes. days with 287 being yesterday. The record is 290. So today would be 288. Today would be 288. That's a little hint. Thursday would be 289. 290 would be Friday, but we're not going to make it to that. Yep. Today might be the day. Yeah. It all goes down. Yeah. I think it goes down. I mean, there's a storm that's coming out of the uh, Intermountain West. What a pattern we had in California. We'll get to that in a second. Um, But uh, that storm um, coming out into the plains, there's just enough cold air. And I mean, just enough cold air that Chicago which has just now started to snow, will finally end the streak. We'll have to wait and see to confirm that, but it does look like it because it's going to be changing over to likely some ugly, sleety, mixing mess and maybe ending off as plain old rain. I think, though, it won't do that till the very end. I think they're going to have four to five hours, and I think it can thump. Now, listen, it's not like it's cold, cold. I mean, I'm looking at temperatures right now when it started at O'Hare, for example. Now, listen, this may not do a whole lot at the lakeshore, but that's not where we keep the records we keep in at Mm O'Hare. But, you know, when it started, it was it was 37 degrees with a dew point of 30. But I'm looking at other places like Peoria, which was at about 35. And now it snowed. It fell down to 33. Aurora, which is south and west, they were, you know, they're snowing 33, 28. It it, it may not be as much of a slam dunk as I thought it would be earlier this morning, but I think they'll get a tenth of an inch. That's all we need for a measurable snow. I actually think they're going to get an inch or two out of this. And I think that will end the streak. The last time, Jess, I'm sorry, not Jess, we call you Pash. (laughs) Last time was March 15th. Wow. Of, uh, of 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 this year and on and on March 15th um, in uh, Chicago that day, they ended up getting one point eight inches of snow. Who would have known that, that would be the last one until today? We definitely wouldn't have known, but I'll tell you what, I don't know if you saw I had tweeted out a couple of days ago about mm. how ironic it was that the Chicago Bears we're traveling from snowless yeah. Chicago, Chicago to, to Seattle, Seattle. Yeah. where it yeah. was snowing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, when I left on Saturday, um, no, left on Saturday, when I left on Wednesday, 
I said, here we go. Seattle's now this, this wasn't a textbook way Seattle gets snow. They usually want the trough positively tilted off the West Coast. You want the cold air to drain in from the Northeast, but the upper low went right over them. And they ended up getting, you know, at, at, at SeaTac, I think they ended up getting close to four inches of snow. Yeah, and in um, surrounding areas, even more than that, six, oh, yeah. seven, eight inches. Just yeah, I saw, Seattle. I, I, I saw what was it, Port Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Port Angeles. I saw a report uh, now that of 18 inches wow. around Port Angeles. Now, there was some funny convergence going on there. So there was that. I mean, this was not just an isolated event. There was widespread snow in Seattle. But, yeah, they went out. They played the game in Seattle and they they had a two point conversion and ended up winning the game. Yeah. And funny enough, Seattle to that point had only ever played two games at home in the snow. And the record was two and oh, uh, Russell Wilson actually has a pretty good record. In, I believe uh, one of those games. games was against Green Bay. Yes. I believe one, one of those was games was Green, Green Bay. Bay and I believe it may have been a Sunday night game. It was uh, I remember the years because I looked it up. I was interested. It was 2006 was Green Bay and then 2008 was the Jets. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that game against Green Bay. And I I can't remember was was that Favre's last? I can't remember if that was Favre or Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. 2006. I I believe. Yeah, I believe that was the year that may have been Favre's first year. That may not Favre's first year. That may have been Aaron Rodgers' first year. I have to look, but I do remember that game. It was snowing that uh, in Seattle, so it doesn't happen. I mean, it happens in Seattle. They don't get a lot of snow, but it can happen. But my oh my, yeah, I, I did see that on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of snow, did you see some of the totals in the Sierra? Oh yeah, feet, feet. I believe, and remember, this pattern changed on December twelfth. And you and I were talking about this. And I remember saying, you know what? You look, you look at some of the modeling, you look at the pattern. This is going to continue right through Christmas Day. I remember saying that. And I thought to myself, my goodness, if if this continues, not that it was nonstop. They had a couple breaks, a couple days where they had a break. But the pattern of these troughs coming in from the north and west, and they were colder and the troughs staying off the coast. That was the key off the west coast, that there could be 20 feet of snow. By the time the pattern ended. Now, the pattern comes to an end. I think officially, at least in my book, it comes to an end uh, by Wednesday. Tomorrow and the Thursday is the last one more trough coming down. And, and, and it's, it's enough off the West Coast Wednesday, tomorrow, late tonight in the Thursday that there's going to be some snow. But then the pattern ends. And for a little I, and bit. For a little bit. I think there's more coming mm-hmm. mid to late next week. But I think this pattern where you have the troughs coming out of the north and diving southward ends. But by the end of this, I think you're going to end up seeing. And remember, before the Sierra, there's so many stats. I don't even know where to start. But before <laughs> this pattern, Jeffs, the normal snowfall to date in the Sierra was anywhere between 15 and 30 percent of normal for the date. It's now anywhere from 145 to 160% of normal. So it's almost one and a half times of normal for the season. And many locations have already received half their normal snowfall for the winter in the Sierra. And we still have, and remember, we get snow in the Sierra right through, you know, sometimes through April, but let's say conservatively 
uh, January, February, we had the rest of well, December's over, but January, February, March, you've at least three more months. Now, you, you know what California's like. You, you can turn off. It's like turning on, on and off the spigot. And I've seen the spigot turned off and then there won't be anything. But it, it does appear as there will be additional opportunity mid to late next week. Yeah. And I think that this is really good. We've been talking about how this is exactly what California needs yeah. in the winter months because this is their opportunity to then allow everything that's built up, that snowpack that is built up during the winter months come springtime that starts to melt trickles down to the reservoirs helps refill those and that's how you fight the drought during you know the the time of year that we don't get any rain in -hmm. california so this is definitely good news but we were talking about this a little bit yesterday in our meeting um about how it's almost like a double-edged sword because yeah Yeah. i was just going to bring that up there is no winning in california when it comes to the fire season here's what you're going to hear and we've heard it during the season where they've had a lot precipitation now what you're going to hear is that because of the increased precipitation and the snow you're going to get more fuels more shrubs and brushes to grow everything greens up which is true Mm -hmm. and then it greens up during the spring months and guess what happens then it dries dries out out. because they don't get rain in you know once you get to may may june july August, September, there's the, you, you're not going to look at the rainfall totals in those locations. They don't get any. And then you start getting dry thunderstorms. And now just because you have more precipitation, you would think, oh, the fire season's going to be less. Nope. Now you have more fuels that are going to dry out. And, and it is interesting to remember that um, I believe the stat is that 90% of all fires in California are man-made. I'm not saying they're being start, not they're not being start on purpose, but it gets so dry any kind of spark, mm-hmm. you know, one of the biggest fires that burned one time was from a muffler that fell off a car, wow. created a spark, and that created one of the biggest fires. I don't know if that was the campfire or not. I can't remember. But, it, just, you know, w- with so many humans living in California, 90% of all fires are human made. So even though you got more precip and it would tell you that the fire season is going to be less, you, you, you can't say that. Now, obviously, the hotter it is. And the more conditions give rise to it, the wind, that's a big one. But yeah, I, that, that, you know, that, that's true. Just because you have the wet season, I think there's still going to be an active fire season. That's just the way it is, unfortunately, in California. Yeah. But at least we can say that, you know, this is going to help the drought. And no doubt. That's, that's very important. Too. No doubt. Yeah. In fact, I'll be interested to see what the new drought monitor comes out Thursday, Pash. I'm wondering if all of the exceptional drought is out of California. It was still it's in possible. the San Joaquin Valley. Mm-hmm. It was still down in like Fred, no, well, well, Southern Sacramento and if down toward Bakersfield. And if you look, they hadn't gotten a whole lot of rain in the last you know week or so. But uh, I do think the exceptional is really going to get whittled away. I'll be interested to see if any of the severe drought is out of Northern California. So that'll be coming on Thursday around, what was that, about 7, 8 o'clock Eastern time. I think they released that. I'll be curious to see it. Yes. And I guess we can talk about the East too. We can't leave them out. We have the potential for some maybe strong to severe storms tomorrow or tomorrow. Rather, tomorrow. Today's Wh- Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And down, down across the mid South central Gulf coast. Later station. Week, yeah. And you know, and then, you know, we're talking about our first storm of 2022 and it, you know, I was talking about this on, on the network this morning. It's, it's, it, it's messy. 
It, it, there's lots of things going on because it's two pieces. You have a piece loft along the British Columbia coast. That's going to round the bend. That's going to, by the way, that's going in the Southern California tomorrow night in the Thursday or late tomorrow in the Thursday. I think Southern California, like LA, I, I was looking at the numbers for the month of um, December uh, in downtown. I'm going to call them up right now. So, so far this month, downtown Los Angeles has had 4.19 inches of rain. They average two and a half, about two and a half. So they're almost double their rainfall. I think they're going to get another two inches of rain. They may end up with seven inches of rain this month. I was looking, I, and I don't think that's anywhere near the top 10 in California for December rainfall. I bet you, you're going to see 15s and 14s in there. I didn't wow. look because it, it, when it rain, listen, it doesn't rain in California, but when it does, it pours. And I would bet you some El Nino years, you're going to see 12 over a foot of rain easily in Los Angeles. I don't even think this is the top 10 or, but it is going to end up, you know, double the amount of rainfall. But anyway, that system comes into Southern California. And then another trough, which is now in the Aleutian islands comes around the bend. And then you set up that, well, you've got the Northern trough. You have a split flow. You have a northern trough coming into the northern Rockies. That's what's going to bring down the cold air. And then the southern piece, which goes in Southern California, that's going to have the moisture. And depending on if that first system, that first piece in Southern California can get out ahead, the farther north and west it goes. If it lags and it goes with the northern trough, that's going to drive it farther south. So you have problems on where the storm track's going to be. But yeah. I do think there is a storm. I'm just not sure exactly is does the storm track go across the central plains to the upper Midwest or does a track, I don't know, from like Oklahoma in the Kentucky. Yeah. And it looks like it's hard to pinpoint exactly where there would be a threat of severe weather, but it does look but there's like there some. will be yeah. some threat of severe weather with this. Yeah, weather. because there's too much warmth in the southeast already. I mean, temperatures in the 70s and 80s and dew point temperatures are up already yeah. in fact if you look at jackson mississippi they're 2.66 so that's not going down so that's gonna so the dew points are there i think there's enough energy so i'm thinking that at areas somewhere across middle and eastern tennessee to the word the central gulf coast states similar to what it might be tomorrow that's what i'm thinking it would be you know saturday and the sunday and unfortunately I think all forms are, are of severe weather possible, though it doesn't look like a huge outbreak to me right now. No, I would agree. At with a that. glance, at a glance, it doesn't. And it really doesn't look like we see any break too from this heat anytime soon. I mean, we might cool off a little bit here behind <clears> the storm system, you know, uh, late weekend into early next week. But after that, it warms up by the middle of the week again. But the problem is you're bringing more troughs in. And, you know, I I really thought that we'd start seeing, you know, more colder air starting to build or but it's not cold. getting it or prolonged. Yeah. But you just, you know, you see cooler, but it's not cold. So I will see. I was somewhat my thought was that by the middle to latter half of January is when the, the snow and the cold start coming into the in the in the Midwest and East. In the meantime, though, all the colds in the Northwest. And then we're going to now we're going to start, you know, what's happening now. Those troughs, instead of being off the West Coast, are inland. So now, you know, who starts getting the snow? The Intermountain West. Now, they've already had it in cities like Salt Lake City. But I think the Wasatch, the Uintas and the Colorado Rockies are going to get slammed over the next couple of days. They'll start building their snowpack. So by the end of 2000 and 
21 pash i mean we're gonna have not, we're gonna have a very healthy snowpack in the western u.s very healthy yeah skiers snowboarders are certainly going to be happy and this past weekend we actually had quite a few avalanche warnings yeah and they're still out yeah and uh colorado and even uh sierra nevada yeah i mean you've had too much snow i i was seeing i mean i mean think about this in the last two weeks i believe up above nine thousand feet you're going to find someone that has had 20 feet of snow 20 feet of snow i saw a 48 hour total of 126 in in the I think it was in the Central Sierra. I was talking about that at the meeting yesterday. I can't remember what that what that place was, but that was a forty eight hour total, one hundred and twenty six wow. over ten feet of snow. So someone up there has had over twenty feet of snow, and I believe th- that you're going to be t- talking about December records. Oh, by the way, I can't shut up. The northern end of the Sacramento Valley today, more likely tonight, is going to get snow. Cities like Chico and Redding, mm. the snow levels are so low and this next drop's coming in. I think there's a coating to an inch or two of snow there. Impressive stuff. I mean, it does yeah. look like there's going to be more cold with this next round. There is. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I don't think Seattle gets anymore. I think it's going to try to snow in Seattle on Thursday. I just don't think the cold air is in enough. I think it will mix with rain. But I do think like east of the Cascades, like a Spokane, Pendleton, Yakima, Toward mm-hmm. Boise, I think there could be a couple of inches of snow and then temperatures like in Seattle. We have a high of 25 degrees on Friday in, in, in Seattle. Now, is that record? No, but the normal high is 46. That's 20 below normal. That's impressive wow. for, for Seattle. Yeah. Lots going on. Yep. And we can't forget last time we were here together. Yeah. We we're talking about the possibility of me making playoffs. And I said, I don't think so. I'm out. Someone else. I'm out. Playoffs, but and I'm out. <laughs> I was out? the number one seed, but I out? did tell you, I did tell you that I was limping into the playoffs. <laughs> well, I lost Godwin mm. to the ACL, yeah. and I was like, well, I think I could survive that. But then, who's my who's been my thoroughbred on my team so far this year? Oh. And they play for the Chargers. Who's oh, been my thoroughbred? No, the running back. Oh, Eckler. He went in the COVID Mm. list. I lost Eckler. And then I put, you know who I had to put in? Melvin Gordon. You know how many points he got? One. So the year of excellence has turned to tragedy. As Big Bernie Randall has been knocked out of the semifinals. Courtney Brooks. I was playing Courtney Brooks. And Mark Mancuso, I believe, won. So it would have set up the dream matchup. No. Between myself and Mancuso, but I got beat. I got beat bad too. Courtney <laughs> had a good. I mean, I think she, she. Even if I had Eckler, I don't think I would have won. But I had. It was just everything went wrong. Everything yeah. went wrong. Now that's in the one league. In my other league, that I'm the commissioner, I have made it to the finals, and I'm trying to repeat because I won it last year. Mm, I'm gonna now, call cheating. Also, <laughs> also, my Packers got lucky. Yeah, number the one Browns. seed. They're still number one. Now, all we need is, I believe, the team that watches the Cowboys, because the Cowboys has only have one conference loss. Can you name the one conference loss the Cowboys mm. have? Because all their other losses are non-conference, and I will I will give you a hint. Is are you ready? Division? No, but it was very early in the season. It could have been the first game of the season. Oh, the Bucks. 
They did. That's the only conference loss they have. The other losses were to Denver, uh, uh, Denver, Kansas City, and Oakland. Uh, I'm sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. So I need them. They are playing the Cardinals. And I am going with the upset. I don't think the Cardinals are going to lose four in a row. I think this is one of those games pass. You could smell it. Everybody goes against, oh, Cowboys put up 56. Arizona's reeling and it's at Dallas. Now you go with Arizona to win that game. Green Bay beats Minnesota. We're the number one seed. We rest everybody against Detroit. That's that's what I'm hoping. Um, Your Patriots lost. Uh, I knew that one. That it. was another one that smelled because everybody says, you know what? It's Buffalo. It's at New England. You knew Buffalo was going to win that one. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like we needed a little bit of a beat down. I mean, everyone was. You've been singing their glory yeah. too much. There's yeah. still a year or two away. Don't you think? Yeah. Listen, I'm happy with Mac Jones and yeah. I'm happy with what's happening. I would like a receiver or two that are, you know, not all uh wide receiver twos and threes because we don't really have a wide receiver one. We really don't. And we don't even have, I mean, Damian Harris is a good running back, but who's Damian Harris, you know? Yeah. So you live by the defense. Yeah. Which has let us down the last two weeks. You're a year or two away. Yeah. But it's been a nice surprise. Mm -hmm. If you can get the playoffs, that's great. Yeah. We'll probably get knocked out round one, but it is what it is. You're in the playoffs. Well, the, there's still plenty of movement. Who would have thought when the Dolphins went one and seven, mm-hmm. they'd win seven in a row. And now they are the number seven seed. Yeah. They haven't exactly beat a lot of people. We still but, have to play Miami, too. That's the last yeah. game of the season. Last game and of the season. Going down to Miami has always been rough for us at the end of the season. And Miami has no easy task. They got to play Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So that may be very fluid as well. So the NFL playoffs are wide open. Yes. I'm hoping, I think if Green Bay, I said this last year it was on, if Green Bay is the number one seed, they're going to the Super Bowl. Mm. Not going to say they're winning it. <laughs> I'm saying they will go to the Super Bowl. They will not lose it twice, two years in a row at Lambeau. I don't believe that. I'm not saying they're the best team. But, It'd you know, now all for... of a sudden, Tampa Bay is not what they were, not without Godwin. Yes. And that is that. a huge and for that is huge losses. And Mike I, Evans too is, you know, he is a hamstring. Up. And once you get that hamstring, it takes forever to get that back. So yeah. I don't think Tampa is what they were. It's hard to it's hard to go two years in a row. The only team that always seems to do it, it seems like well, Kansas City did it last year mm-hmm. and New England. But I think this is Green Bay's year. I'm not gonna say they win it, but if they get the number one seed, I think they will go. In the AFC. Certainly looks like Kansas City, doesn't it? It does. And I was just going to say, wouldn't that be a great way for Ann Rodgers to uh, exit winning the Super Bowl and saying, all right, I'm done. Say it ain't so. I do think he's going to win the MVP now. He's made up the ground over Brady. Brady's got 37 and and 37 and 11. I don't think either one of them, though. Who are you going to give it to, Jonathan Taylor? or Or Cooper Cup. They'll never give it to a receiver. I just don't think that any quarterback has presented such amazing numbers that Rodgers has. If you look at it this way, take the first game out, take the first game out. Rodgers has 33 touchdowns and two interceptions. 
Yeah, but also since the first game last year, you know, who's forty five and forty five and four. Yeah, well, he missed a game this year, but it's not like it was last year. But if you're going to take Brady or Rodgers, it's clear that Rodgers has made up the difference because so early it was all Brady. He's thrown eleven picks, thirty seven eleven versus thirty three and four. It's close. We'll see what happens. Yeah, all right. We'll stop blabbing about football here. Yeah, we got to go. All right. Hey, listen, make sure you download the AccuWeather app. By the way, if you're in Chicago, if you're in Minneapolis, you're in Green Bay. Don't forget, if you get the AccuWeather app, it's free download. You can see our winter cast. Not only do we tell you how much snow is going to accumulate, but we give it the AccuWeather forecast. We get the percentages of a little more, a little less. And let's see if we break that snowless streak in Chicago. I think it's gone. Mm-hmm. We'll see if it is by later today, Pash. Anything else you want to add? Nope, that's all for me. All right, have a good Tuesday. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 